Welcome back, everybody, to the Know-It-All Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Jerry, the Fantasy Football Know-It-All. I can be found on Twitter, at FFKnowItAll, or you can email the show directly, KnowItAllFantasyFootball at gmail.com. Happy Saturday, everybody. Here we are, week 14 of the NFL season and the fantasy season as well. Hopefully, you guys are all primed and ready to run the table in your fantasy playoffs and secure that fantasy gold, whether it is a belt in some leagues, a championship ring, a trophy, or maybe it's just money. Maybe it's an office pool type thing, or you could just be in some fun leagues with your family and friends, so bragging rights are at stake. No matter what it is, this is the the moment we've all been waiting for, of course. This is you start a draft day and you build your team and you surf the waiver wire. You hopefully listen to not only my advice, but the advice of other people out there that uh, know that, that are in tune with what's going on so that we can see trends and watch film and develop ideas based on the players so that you don't just believe all the hype you hear from beat reporters, but actually analysts who are on top of the situation. And then, of course, your own insights. That's what the most important thing is. You can, I can say anything until I'm blue in the face. I'm going to be wrong sometimes. I'm going to be right sometimes. If you believe in your players and you've watched them and you're happy with the way they've performed, those are the guys you're going to go to war with and you're going to be happy doing that. So again, hopefully you guys are all primed and ready to go. I am in the playoffs in three of my five leagues. One of them, the League of Goons, sadly, I have no chance of making. After starting out 4-0, I have won one game in the past uh, seven weeks or so. So, yep, here I am. I'm sitting at 5-8. Uh, and eight. Uh, Brutal, 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 brutal. But, hey, it is what it is. Very competitive league, and uh, some of us who do well every single year are actually not even in the playoffs. Chris Henderson hasn't secured his spot yet. Mike Young and I are both mathematically eliminated already. So it's been a, it's been an interesting year. However, I am, like I said, in three championship uh, or three playoff opportunities, and I'm on the bubble in a fourth league. So I'll keep you guys posted as we go along with that. So today we'll, of course, talk about injuries. And then after that, I'll talk about a handful of streamers that you might need to get this last win under your belt before the playoffs begin. And since uh, getting a leg up on the waiver wire is sure you can still do it this late in the season, but right now there's more important things to discuss. So I want to talk about at least two and possibly three tips as you head into the playoffs that you don't want to fall victim to. There are three things that can happen that can keep your focus off of where it should be. So we'll talk about that and give you um, that advice too. I'll try to throw in these tidbits over the next couple of weeks as uh, as the uh, fantasy playoffs progress. Before we get into any of that, I do want to remind you all that the Know It All Fantasy Football Podcast is a proud member of the Skull King Podcast Network. Make sure you check out www.skullkingsports.com for all for coverage on all major sports, including collegiate athletics, auto racing, MMA fighting, of course, your four major sports as well, the Olympics when they're around, the World Cup, and there's a fantasy section there also with all the tools and articles and rankings you need to be successful. I post my podcast on that website as well. So remember, it is www.skullkingsports.com and uh, check it out. See what you think. Keenan Allen 
will be out for the uh, LA Chargers after testing positive for COVID. And Mike Williams is in the protocol, but is expected to play this week despite his uh, close proximity to uh, Mr. Allen. Tony Pollard is questionable for the Cowboys with a foot injury. That could mean that those of you who are starting Zeke Elliott could have him ready for that workload that you've been wanting all year long, possibly heading into the playoffs. That would be a good thing. Obviously, it's it's tough to see Pollard out. He's a dynamic player and a good runner in his own right, but this could benefit the Zeke owner. J.D. McKissick and Curtis Samuel, both questionable for Washington. You're not worrying about Samuel, but if McKissick can go, you're possibly starting him, especially in PPR. Brandon Cooks, questionable for the Texans. A startable option, uh, really the only one on the team that is worth starting if he goes. Darren Waller, out for the Raiders, and we will talk more about Foster Moreau in a little bit. Alvin Kamara set to make his return for the Saints. I still think that Mark Ingram, should he play, is a um, is a good option for you as well. But um, interesting thing here. I had a dream last night. It was very vivid as well. And I know this isn't going to happen, but I want to throw it out there just because. I had a dream that Alvin Kamara on 18 carries had 353 yards. Yep. It was it was incredible. And I remember looking at I have him starting on one of my teams and I just remember looking at his point total. And I want to say it was 70 points. Uh, I, I'm almost positive that it was 70 points that he had had. So I don't know. I, obviously, that's not going to happen. But maybe he has a good game. Maybe he doesn't. Who knows? But I just thought I would share that with you guys. Corey Davis underwent uh, or is going to undergo season-ending muscle core surgery. He is done. Tevin Coleman also out with a concussion, but who cares there? Giants, Daniel Jones out with a neck injury. Kadarius Toney will also miss the game. And um, yeah, he's missed a lot of time, but I love Tony for next year if he can get healthy. Sterling Shepard and Kenny Galladay, both questionable, uh, shaky at best if you're going to start them. As Mike Glennon has cleared uh, concussion protocol, expected to start for New York, temper expectations on all uh, offensive weapons there, including Saquon Barkley. DeAndre Swift will miss another game for the hapless Lions. Jamal Williams also out after being placed in the COVID-19 protocol. And uh, TJ Hawkinson doubtful for this one as well with an injury to his hand. We will talk about a lion in a little bit as well. And spoiler alert, it is not the running back. Yeah, I think Jefferson is interesting, but yeah, a replacement level running back on a a team with one win is not really where I want to go this late in the year. Melvin Gordon, questionable for Denver. We all saw Javante Adams come off that monster game in Gordon's absence. If Gordon is limited or possibly this could be a situation where Gordon now seeds his share of the backfield and all of you Javante Williams uh, truthers will see him. This is a league winning possibility here. If you have and I have him on one team, if you have Javante Williams, this could be uh, your ticket to the championship. Eli Mitchell out for the 49ers in a very similar fashion. Jeff Wilson could be that guy if Mitchell misses more than one game here throughout the playoffs. Debo Samuel still questionable, though he did practice in a limited capacity on Friday. We'll have to wait and see. If Debo is out and Mitchell is out, look for Wilson to have a a solid workload here. And as I said, he could be another sneaky guy. We'll talk about him in a bit as well. 
T. Higgins, questionable with an ankle injury. Higgins has been playing great for the Cincinnati Bengals. Speaking of playing great, Joe Mixon, his status is also up in the air. He has a non-COVID-related illness. I expect him to play, but you just want to keep your eye on it. Um, keep uh, If Samaj P. Ryan is active, keep your eye on him, just in case. Andy Dalton looks like he'll be sidelined again for the Bears. Here comes Justin Fields. Yay, fade all Bears. I'm not spending time on it. Randall Cobb will miss this week for the Green Bay Packers. For those of you who run a business, you most likely have an outdated website set up if you even have one running at all. That's where the folks at Bove Design come into play. They have all the tools that you will need to set your business up for success. Hit Rob and company up on Instagram at bove.design. That's B-O-V-E dot design. Whether it's a new site from scratch, upgrades to an old website or custom artwork such as banners or logos, Bove Design has got you covered. Remember, that's bove.design, B-O-V-E dot design. Now let's talk about a few streamers. I mentioned some of them, but we'll talk in depth on on them and I'll give you my reasons why I like them. The first one is Jeff Wilson, 32% owned. Yes, I know, I've been clamoring for Wilson all year long and I've fallen flat on my face. That is the truth. He hasn't gotten the workload I thought he would get when he got back. Mitchell has been in and out, and let's face it, Mitchell has been pretty good. I still don't think he should have been the uh, number one waiver priority that week spending all of your fab, but I can't really blame you if you did because it's worked out for you. No Mitchell this week, Debo is banged up, so I expect Wilson to get a huge workload this week, which makes him a great streamer at running back. If you have, if, if maybe you went zero running back and Melvin Gordon was your guy, he's got a shaky situation. DeAndre Swift out, Jamal Williams out. People are banged up all over the place. Uh, Tony Pollard has been an RB2 in many cases. Maybe you got one of the Ravens guys you might want to put Jeff Wilson in for. So at 32% owned, he is definitely a great streaming option if you need running back help. He also could be depending on how you know Mitchell progresses after the injury here it could be Wilson's backfield throughout your fantasy playoffs tight end Foster Moreau Darren Waller is out now Moreau did not have a good game I believe he was only targeted once last week still the same I believe he will see an uptick in targets. He's not going to get Waller's workload, but if you're streaming tight ends, if you have Hawkinson, I'll use Hawkinson again, and even Zach Ertz is questionable. Those are my two tight ends in one league. But, um, yeah, you want to watch out for that, and you might just need uh, tight end help. Grab Foster Moreau, plug him in there. Again, you got to be desperate for it, but it is something that you might have to do in a deeper league or a league in which there are no tight ends available to you and yours is banged up. Wide receiver, Amonra St. Brown. Okay, I've mentioned him a few times on and off here throughout the year. He is really coming on, and he's only 10% owned in ESPN leagues. He had a fantastic game last week, 24 fantasy points in PPR. There is nobody left in Detroit, guys. No Swift. No Williams out of the backfield. They catch passes. No TJ Hawkinson. Who is Jared Goff going to throw to? There is nobody catching passes there. Yes, I know there are other guys, but Amonra St. Brown is the most talented, and he really did show his worth in a win last week. So if Detroit 
I realize you, you might want to draft a quarterback or whatever. Detroit's still the worst team record-wise in the NFL. So who knows what they're thinking up there. But Amonra St. Brown is getting the targets, 10 targets last week. I expect that to be uh, to go on throughout the playoffs. This is another guy that possibly could be on your team, not only as a streamer, but as a uh, wide receiver three or flex on a solid squad and uh, not carry you to a championship, but be an essential piece to your championship team. If you need a defense this week, look no further than the Denver Broncos, only 63% owned against the aforementioned uh, Detroit Lions. The Lions are without everybody. And while I think that St. Brown will have a good game from a PPR standpoint, I don't expect Detroit to score a lot of points. I don't expect them to be that successful. The Broncos' defense is solid despite the trade of Von Miller earlier in the season. So, yep, uh, Broncos are an excellent choice this week. I like Seattle as well uh, against Houston. We talked about that uh, on a previous uh, podcast, I believe, when I was telling you guys about beating the waiver wire with the Seattle defense. And Trevor Lawrence, Tennessee. Tennessee is very low against the opposing quarterback. Lawrence is, he's okay. Right, He's not uh, the superstar yet that we expect him to be or that a lot of people feel he will be, but he's still good, still throws the ball, and he's going up against a terrible defense. Possibly you had Daniel Jones in a deeper league. You know, maybe, who knows? Whatever your case may be here, you might be struggling at quarterback. You might need to pick somebody up this week, and you can go ahead and, uh, and definitely use Lawrence here against Tennessee and possibly get enough points uh, for you to survive. All right, playoff preparation. There are two things that are super essential, and I, I, I'm going to throw in a third one as well, and that one's more of an FYI. Uh, but the first one is build that bench. I talk about this all season long. I'm going to harp on it again now. At least half of your league mates will not even be picking up players unless they are forced to. Yes, everybody should still be playing and putting out their best roster, but let's face it. If you are four and nine or whatever the case may be right now and you have no chance of making the playoffs, you're not surfing the waiver wire to pick up guys. I'm certainly not. I'm going with what I have on my roster. So this is the chance for you to build that bench. Go get your Amon St. Browns. Get your Foster Moreau's as a backup tight end if you need to. Now's the time to back those guys up. Not during the season, but now. Get yourself a backup quarterback if you can or uh, a Jeff Wilson, if you need a running back, put them on your roster and make sure that you have enough of those skilled positions that you don't end up in the situation I was in a couple of weeks ago when I had zero running backs. And I had five on my team, but I had two on by and two were hurt and I only had one. So I had to pick up a guy and he got me zero points. But that unfortunately is the way the ball bounces sometimes. So make sure you build the bench. Now's the time to stack it. Again, in case your stars might get hurt, catch COVID, or miss for any other reason. Number two, don't get cute, guys. Play your star players. Now is not the time to take chances on lottery tickets. Yeah, sure, there are you know exciting players. You might look at Jeff Wilson, for example, and I'm mentioning him as a great spot starter. He is. But what if you are uh, the owner of somebody like um, Aaron Jones, for example? Aaron Jones is very iffy. He's been banged up, and he's in a timeshare with uh, A.J. Dillon. Okay, you might look at that and say, well, Wilson's going to get all of this, and 
yeah, Aaron Jones might only get half of what he's getting. Maybe Jefferson in Detroit or something like that. I'd be very careful with that kind of thinking going into the playoffs. These teams in the NFL want to make the playoffs too. They're going to play their stars. Aaron Jones could have a huge game. He is certainly, I would start him over Jeff Wilson every day of the week. But my point is, don't get cute here and throw a lottery ticket in there when you have a guy that you know is going to perform. Because if he goes off on your bench, there is no worse feeling than that. The I wish I did or shoulda, coulda, woulda is a a sickening feeling that you just don't want to live with. If your stars let you down, you shrug your shoulders and say, okay, you know what? There it is. But, you know, don't get crazy. Don't get cute. Don't do these crazy things. Now, I did mention how there was a third thing here, and it's more of an FYI. But it's something that everybody needs to consider. Remember that starting in week 15, which is the first week of the playoffs in most leagues, there's a Thursday game per usual, two Saturday games, and then the Sunday slate and and the Monday night game. So you have four days of football in a five-day period. You need to keep your eye on that. You want to make sure you know what's going on Saturday. Don't fall victim to waiting till Saturday at noon to try to figure things out. You're going to need to assess your situation on Friday, check the practice reports, make sure you know there if you have somebody that's going to be inactive in those games, and we'll talk more about that next week. I'm going to do the podcast earlier so that you guys will have all the information you need. I'm not going to do a Saturday show since there's Saturday football. I'll release it Friday morning so that we can talk about it uh, in general, um, and you'll be ready to go. But you want to make sure that you are up to speed on everything that's going on, injuries and otherwise, for those Saturday games. And also keep in mind those early games. Take your uh, guys out of your flex and put them in their regular positions. If you have, say you have Mike uh, Mike Williams and he's playing on, th- on Thursday night or Saturday or whatever, you want to take him. And I think, I think the Chargers play next Thursday against the Chiefs, if I'm not mistaken. You want to take them out of your flex and put them in the wide receiver position. That way, come Sunday, you can fiddle around. And if you have to make last-minute changes, you can put anybody in your flex that's eligible. You don't want to be stuck with playing your flex on a Thursday and then you lose. Flex is for flexibility, guys. Don't ever lose sight of that. It's a flexible position that you can move around. So if you need to, you can do that. So make sure that, A, you're on point with the injury reports, you're listening to practice reports, you're getting a feel for the players, you're watching the updates on your app, you're listening to whoever, if you're on Twitter and you follow people, watch what they tweet out. Don't fall victim to hype, but certainly make sure that you're ready in case you need to pivot off of one of your star players. Well, guys, that's going to wrap up today's show. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you guys are successful this week. And here it is, the, the time of the year we all love. Tis the season. It is the season for fantasy playoffs. It's what we're in this for. So I wish you guys the best of luck. Hit me up on Twitter at FFKnowItAll or email the show KnowItAllFantasyFootball at gmail.com. Let me know how your teams are doing. Certainly those of you with my contact information, contact me directly. I will let you know how I will will be doing. And I'll give you an update on the League of Goons as well. I may not be in the playoffs. First time ever I have not made the playoffs in that league, by the way. And 
I will let you guys know who wins, of course. Good luck to Chris Henderson, who needs a win and some help to get in there. Uh, Rob Bove, I think he's got a good shot of making the playoffs this year as well. And my goodness, the commissioner, who I don't think has made the playoffs in in every, any of the, the years I've been in the league, uh, Jeff Silverman, he is the best team by far this year. So uh, he is the number one spot. He's already locked up a bye. So uh, kudos to him and Mark Miller. What a good season he's having this year. So good luck, Mark, and the rest of the guys. I will give you guys an update on that on the uh, as things progress. But I want to thank all of you for listening, as always. Kevin, Chris, and Temi for the music. Matt Bacon for the concept and colors. And Rob at Bove Design for the amazing logo. You guys kick ass. And all of you listeners, you guys make the show what it is. I could not do this without you. I love all of you. Every single one of you. So hopefully you guys are getting ready for Christmas, getting ready for your uh, your fantasy playoffs, and to kick everybody's ass who stands in your way. You guys have a good weekend. Enjoy your football. I will talk to you in the middle to the end of next week. See you. Never forget.